The glow of dawn marked sea from sky as the silver longy pod streamed back from another successful night hunt. Young Aya was ready to put her plan into action, edging out of the throng, coming up the wide channel back into the safety of the lagoon home water. As soon as she was in, she peeled off to the side, subtly, so she would not be seen leaving the group, but determined not to get caught up again in the daily lovemaking. Aya was indignant and upset that because she rejected every suitor, she was the one considered to have the problem. She was neither tired nor unwell. She just did not want to have sex, and she did not care how healthy a pastime it was. Coming of age was something she had secretly looked forward to for quite another reason, and it was a colossal and bitter disappointment. Her hearing did not improve. The music of the ocean did not miraculously burst into her mind. Instead, the ugly, frightening sounds continued that even her own mother suggested might be in her imagination. Aya alone suffered them, furious and ashamed that somehow she might have brought that pain and fear on herself. She knew she was valued for being a good hunter, but what Aya craved was to be normal. To spin like everyone else was the key to fitting in, and if she could only hear the music of the ocean like everyone else, she too would be able to tune in and do it. She was fast, healthy, and wanted so badly to succeed, but she had never heard the music. Spinning was the Longhi's art form. It was dance, athleticism, most commonly just for entertainment and sport, but it also held a spiritual element. It was union with the ocean itself, and everyone who experienced that state even once shone with authentic longi joy. Calves learned by puberty, but by maturity, Aya knew her attempts were empty technique with graceless result. There was no explanation for Aya's peculiar acoustic disability, which caused her to suddenly start in fear at disturbing noises in the water. Perhaps she was too sensitive, even by Longhi standards. The sounds came unpredictably, straight into her sonar melon, and painful enough to send her whirling off course to avoid them. At those times, people encouraged Aya to spin to transcend her fear, but that only resulted in her greater frustration and headaches that lasted for days. Obsessed and envious about other people's spinning, not a day passed when Aya did not secretly try, one last time, to hear that healing music. But the ocean continued to withhold that gift. Anger became Aya's way of coping. If she could not have it, she did not want it. She could hunt. That would have to be enough. She was an outsider with a reputation for being difficult, and only her mother knew how badly she grieved and how much she hated pity. Sexual maturity was a disappointment and a shock. Disappointment that her hearing did not improve, and shock that, despite her awkwardness, she was inundated with suitors. Aya assumed that her ugly inner world of bad thoughts and cravings and resentments meant her outer self would match, but that was far from the case. All the Longi people were beautiful, but she was exceptional. 
In Ea, the grace of her people was exaggerated, from the long black lines around her eyes to the flashing pearly belly marked with long glittering dashes, increasing the impression of her considerable speed. The longi had exquisitely shaped pectoral fins and tail flukes, and in this Ea was no different, but her face set her apart. Her long rostrum, or beak, was slightly more elongated than usual, and the rounding of the bone above the eyes a little wider. Her eyes were more precisely slanted in the outer corners, and the black line around them a little thicker. To swim with her on the hunt was to experience her natural grace in motion, and it was very hard to believe that she could not spin. That was why, even though people knew about her hearing, they still infuriated her by urging her to keep trying.